0: I'm Brian Goldfinger from Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. We'd like to wish you and your family a happy holiday season. Remember, if you're drinking, texting, smoking cannabis, you shouldn't drive, or somebody's going to have to hire my law firm to set things straight. Visit goldfingerlaw.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Loom. speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors completed a thrilling comeback, coming back from down 17 points in the third quarter against the Miami Heat to take a 106-104 to 104 victory. On Boxing Day, it was, um, this game was very much like the Pacers game. It's a bit more offensive than Pacers game, but uh, overall, same arc. You know, the Raptors getting pounded inside. Um, this time, they did have Serge Ibaka, um, but Ibaka was just getting worked. I mean, worked. Uh, Hassan Whiteside just completely dominated him, and, you know, like, you know, the Raptors just had to f- f- basically find a solution, you know, without JV, These big centers have hurt the Raptors. We've seen it in almost every single game. Indiana, uh, Sabonis, and Turner going off. Um, You know, Nurkic has gone off. Jokic has gone off. Like, a lot of these big matchups. And today, Whiteside, like, these will be things that JV would be out there doing, um, but it's left to other guys. And Ibaka's done a good job defensively this year, but today he just couldn't do anything. I mean, the mid-range jumper wasn't falling for him. That's, uh, you know, where he draws a lot of his uh, utility. But just defensively, man, Whiteside was just dominating. There was a play where Whiteside drove, spun, and then dunked it on him as if it was Shaq versus, you know, whoever. Um, like, it, it was it was nasty. Like, Hassan was really looking like Shaq out there. So, that was a bit of an issue. The Heat kept getting leads when Hassan was out, uh, was in there. But, to the Raptors' credit, their bench actually came through, um, and they made a run every time Hassan Whiteside took to the bench. Um, It happened in the second quarter. The Raptors bench kind of came in and gave them a shot in the arm. Uh, But then the starters came in, and the Heat reestablished a lead. And in the third quarter, the Heat, you know, still dominant, but the Raptors, when Whiteside went to the bench, Raptors uh, came in, played a bit of a a zone defense, and and got to the bucket. And I thought two things the Raptors did to adjust, um, you know, specifically with Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse uh, had the Raptors go to zone defense, and not just zone defense for, like, Um, You know, the quick three-possession little hits that he likes to do. He basically likes to blitz a team and then get them to call timeout and then go back to man um, just to sort of screw with them. Um, But today, the Raptors played zone defense in huge spurts. And I think, look, first off, that's why you play the zone defense in three minutes, uh, three possession spurts in the first place, right? You practice for these moments where you got to extend it. So the Raptors had experience going to zone. Like the Heat also went to zone, but the Raptors played really well against the Heat zone whereas the Heat couldn't really play against the Raptors' zone because the Raptors were pretty disciplined. I, By my count, they had one mistake where I think OG sort of miscommunicated and uh, Derek Jones Jr. came in for a dunk for an and one But other than that, like, you know, the Raptors' dome was really solid, really tight, and um, it really took the heat out of their offense. Um, you know, the, the Heat couldn't go inside with Whiteside anymore. They couldn't go in the middle pick-and-roll action. That got uh, Winslow and got uh, Richardson a couple buckets. But... You know, they had to settle for these outside shots and occasionally they hit one. You know, Tyler Johnson, I thought, it was pretty good in that area. But for the most part, the Raptors um, were able to keep the Heat out of the paint, were able to force some long jumpers, and then they would take the rebound, go the other way for a transition. The Raptors outscored the Heat 37 to 21 in the third quarter because of the zone defense. They solved their defense, they got back into the game. And then the fourth quarter, I mean, back and forth affair throughout. The Raptors switched back to man. Um, they never did quite go back to Ibaka for extended stretches. They instead went to Pascal Siakam playing time at small ball center. Again, the parallels to the, the Pacers game was just right there. You know, Siakam taking a shift at small ball center. And same thing, Siakam coming up with big plays at the small ball center. Siakam today only 10 points and 9 rebounds, which um, we could become spoiled. You know, 10 points and 9 rebounds is not necessarily a great game for Pascal these days. But came up with huge contributions in the end. I uh, had a uh, clutch defensive rebound on the baseline against Hassan Whiteside. Whiteside had inside position, but uh, Siakam just kept leaping and tipped it out eventually and and got the rebound. And then I think on the same play, Siakam comes down and gets an and-one. And uh, yeah, I mean, the Raptors, that actually tied the game at the time. It was about two minutes left. Um, The Raptors sort of asserted the control. Uh, Dwayne Wade hit a random step-back three, which you know really gassed him up and gave the Heat the lead, but um... Kawhi Leonard comes back, hits a mid-range jumper, no issues whatsoever. And, um, yeah, I mean, it sets up a, a, a basically a tied possession. The Raptors have the ball. And um, this time the Heat decide to switch up their defense. They start to uh, double Kawhi, and Kawhi recognizes that really quickly, swings it to Ibaka, who then swings it into the corner for Danny Green. Danny Green drills the jumper, and, um, yeah, I mean – that's uh, that was the game, really. Like that, it was. It just happened in that sequence, and it's hilarious because, um, you know, Kawhi. I would, I would say the one criticism I would have with Kawhi, which I wouldn't. Criticize him overall he had a great game 30 points eight rebounds two assists two steals but he just has to be a little bit quicker recognizing the pass out of the double team the Raptors um really need him to do that because defenses are really in on him and I think first half he didn't really adjust too well to that he still had 11 points but wasn't as aggressive second half much more efficient overall um 19 points in the second half uh and also those assists I mean that's a hockey assist so he doesn't actually get it but um you know, it's a great recognition in that in scenario where uh, the heat really load up on him and he swings it, and that's how Danny Green gets an open shot, and that's basically how it ends. Um, the heat go the other way; they go to Dwayne Wade. Danny Green plays great defense. Dwayne Wade takes a hero ball shot, completely misses the three. It's a bit of a scramble afterwards for the rebound, and there's another shot, but Raptors eventually come away with the win. It was a tough and gritty performance. Uh, a couple of things I want to highlight in this game: um, first, uh, the fact that um, Fred VanVleet and Danny Green were great supporting pieces. Uh, VanVleet, I thought, had a couple of ambitious drives, but he hit a corner three um, to sort of tie late in the game and also just was pretty consistent overall with his shot making. I thought did a pretty good job of doing a Kyle Lowry impersonation minus the assists uh, in terms of the three-point shooting, eight three-point attempts. He had four, 16 points, 5 of 12 shooting overall, got to the free throw line. Um, you know, I think the one thing VanVleet needs to do a little bit better is sort of... Um, uh, find the, the the man in the pick and roll. Like, I just think that, you know, he should do a better job of that. It's just not really a strength of his right now. But, um, you know, part of his lack of assist today is also the fact that Ibaka missed a bunch of makeable pick and pop jumpers. But I thought overall Van uh, play was really good. Danny Green... Really phenomenal. I love the way Danny Green plays, man. Um, It's just such a luxury to have. I mean, he is the type of 3 and D player that you find on every championship team, which, you know, it's stupid to say that because he literally won a championship doing that as a 3 and D guy. But, you know, it's a commonality, right? You look at like... um uh, when the Miami Heat won their titles, the guy was Shane Battier, right? And when, Dray- when uh, the Warriors have been winning their titles, it's it's really been the combination of Andre Godala and, da- and Draymond Green. I would probably say, you know, Danny's closer to the D- Godala type. Um, you know, the the Cavs, I mean, they even had that in their contributions. I mean, they had it in various ways. But J.R. Smith really stepped up on defense. It was that 3-and-D guy for them. And Danny Green is that guy, if the Raptors were to make a finals run, Danny would be that guy. Um, I mean, he's been that guy, but then, of course, in the last couple of years, he's sort of fallen off a little bit, and Spurs fans started really hating him for some reason. But he's really fully back to form, and today he was just great. He keeps making so many steady plays, 7-10 shooting with 18 points, including the game-winning three. You can't ask for anything more. And I thought his defense on Dwayne Wade was really good down the stretch. I mean, Dwayne had hit a lucky step-back three, which is kind of what Dwayne Wade does. But, I mean, you play a percentage in that situation. If Dwayne Wade's going to step back for a contested three, like, okay, you'll take that. If he makes it. Yeah, you hats off to him. You know, he's a Hall of Famer. But the, the type of defense you want to play is exactly that, uh, uh, that Danny Green played. And so, you know, the next trip down... When Dwayne basically wanted to do the same bullshit move, you know, like Danny Green just did the same thing, stood his ground, contested it, put a hand in his face and Dwayne missed. And uh, so great job by Danny Green. Um, it's just such a luxury to have those two. But I also thought the Raptors got a couple of good uh, bench uh, performances today. Um you know, I thought all four players that came out the bench, OG, Norman Powell, Greg Monroe, Delon Wright contributed. Monroe was a little bit early on with his post play and scoring short in short doses. Like, you get nine points and three rebounds in 11 minutes. You'll take that. Um, Delon was solid with his defense and, uh, you know, had a nice little baseline cut finished reverse layup, also froze Dwayne Wade with a move where he got airborne, faked it with his right, then switched it back to his left in midair. Dwayne was looking very impressed in that play, and Dwayne actually exchanged jerseys with DeLon after the game, which is a nice, uh, you know, little um, uh, moment there for the Raptors. Um, You know, the connection there, I think I've said it in a previous podcast, is that uh, DeLon's older brother, Darrell, was teammates with uh, with Dwayne Wade, obviously, for a lot of years in Miami, and so um, you know, Miami's kind of like a second home for DeLon, and DeLon obviously has known Dwayne Wade for a long time. It's kind of like an older brother, little brother situation. And it's really cute that they had that little moment. Um, but I thought overall DeLon was really active. Uh, and Norman Powell. Norman was great, man. I mean, he, first off, he took all of CJ's minutes. And look, he only had five points. But I thought he did a really good job in his 16 minutes in terms of just playing under control. Like his two buckets were both. Um, one, he faked out Dwayne Wade's closeout in the corner and then relocated himself and spotted up for three, uh, hit the shot. That's that's great. And then another shot where he drove to the mid-range mid, the, the mid and um, I think Whiteside came out to contest. He faked him out, got Whiteside to blow by, and then leaned in for a little short jumper that rimmed in. So, um, you know, those are... Both signs of a player that's, you know, increasing in maturation. Like, you know, um, he's not going to be great every single game, but he's going to be able to contribute with things like ball handling, with defense, and occasionally with scoring. And I think Norm's been really solid, you know, with his distribution tonight. He hit Danny Green for three. He found the lawn Wright cutting baseline. Um, you know, this is the stuff that, like, look, it's not – knock-your-socks-off type of production, but it's not just, like, flagrantly bad, which is what C.J. Miles was. And so I'm not surprised that C.J. lost all his minutes to Powell now that Powell's healthy because he's been very productive over the last three games, and I'm happy with the way Nick Nurse handled his rotation today. And then even OG Ananobi, man, 25 points, only five points again. Uh, for OG, but he was very productive defensively. He got on the glass. He got eight rebounds in 25 minutes, including three offensive. One where he kicked it out for three. Two steals. I think both of them were on Olenek, who I thought OG really outplayed. And Olenek's one of the best powerful backup power forwards in the league. So it's not necessarily an easy matchup. He just um, was able to, you know, uh, physically handle Olenek down low. Um uh, and, you know, also got a steal, like a Kawhi-like steal. Olenek tried to cross over. OG reached out, stole the ball, dove for it, and then, um you know, dished it to a cutting teammate. I think it was DeLon. Like, just solid production all around from OG. And when you get that type of production off the bench, um that's just something that the Raptors, you know, I had not been used to this year. It's, not, it's been a very, very... Few games, if any at all, that the Raptors have had all of their bench players come out the bench and actually produce. And today, that was one of those cases. So, um, great job by the team. Great job by Nick Nurse to make those adjustments. Uh, And you know, good win. I mean, look, Miami Heat are tough. They they play really really hard. Um, They basically foul you every time, and they dare you to call it. And I I thought Nick Nurse did a good job of working the referees because doing Winslow was playing really physical defense on Kawhi, just like he did in the first matchup. And uh, a couple calls went, um, you know, against the Raptors, so a couple no calls. And uh, Nick Nurse was on the referee's ass about it. And, you know, what happened? Well, late in the game, Kawhi drives on Winslow. Winslow tries to cut him off with another physical manhandling, and they called a free throw. They, they called a foul, and then he gets two free throws, and he drills both and gives basically the Raptors the lead at that time. You know, that's that's why you work the referee. That's part of the Raptors. Uh, that's part of your job as a coach is to, you know, get in there and, and – you know, clamor for calls, be a politician, and the Raptors did that today. So, happy for Nick Nurse. Um, I'm happy for the Raptors overall. In terms of their three stars, Kawhi, number one, obviously, 30 points, eight rebounds, two assists, two steals. I like the way that he identified the mismatch um, uh, late in the game, sort the double team, and he, and he eventually found Danny Green. Uh, I like how calm he was, you know, with the jumper and also the two free throws late in the game to give the Raptors the advantage. Uh, and also, you know, the fact that, look, he played against a very physical team and he got 11 free throw attempts. Like, you know, you got to keep. It's one of those things that DeMar did really well, right? Against a team that's going to play you really physically, you got to keep going in there and take the punishment. And Kawhi did that today. So, um, you know, gritty effort from Kawhi. Second star, bring that to Danny Green, obviously, for in the game winner. 18 points, six rebounds, two assists, a steal. And then third star, I'm going to give that to. I'm going to give that to Pascal. Uh, I thought he came up with a couple. Great plays. I think overall, Pascal was uh, a little bit flummoxed in this game. You can see when he's matched up against these physical uh, long wing defenders, he's kind of struggling a little bit. had six turnovers today, but um, came up clutch with that rebound late in the game. Uh, And overall, I just thought, you know, Siakam was very efficient. And uh, outside of turnovers, I thought he was very efficient in his offense. So, you know. Good night overall for the Raptors. Obviously, you would like it to be a little bit easier, but Miami's playing really well right now. They've really turned their season around, and it's never easy to play against a team like that. They're so physical. They're so aggressive, and the Raptors, you know, they took that punishment and they won. This is like a playoff type of game. Raptors executed, and they, they got the results. So this is for the pocket. Oh, Gerald Henderson, right. Um, I'm not going to give it to Whiteside. Whiteside is not usually this good. I mean Whiteside's like a guy who gives up who gives you numbers, but he's not usually a guy that is that effective. But today he was very effective. No turnover, 16 points, 12 rebounds, three blocks, eight to 12. Uh, but the real number that you needed to know was he was a plus 22 for the Heat and a loss. So that tells you what what went on when he wasn't in the game. Um. Anyway, that does for the podcast. Thanks everyone for listening. Apologies for the audio. It should be better than this usually, but I'm recording on my phone. Still, my parents for Christmas it's uh it's been fun it's been fun uh the discourse on whether or not the Raptors get a Christmas game is not fun but um you know it's what it is make Boxing Day a tradition just like uh Talking Raptors guys talk about you know Raptors on Boxing Day that could be a thing it should be a thing anyway uh that does it for this podcast I'll be back after the next one